Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Well, it's that time of the week where we thrall through the regional papers to see what's happening around the country that just didn't quite make the national headlines. So if there's a story you want to tell us about, you can drop me an email. That's lunchtime live at newstalk.com. But Breakfast Briefing presenter Shane Beatty is with me in studio. Shane, what's happening in Wicklow this week? Well, uh, the Wicklow people reports on a topic that annoys everyone and it's parking and paid parking and machines for parking and all that stuff. So we're going to Wicklow Town for this story. New pay and display parking machines in Wicklow Town they're causing issues because you have to enter your car reg and people seem to be hopping mad over this so the new pay and display machines are located on a whole rake of streets and areas in Wicklow Town they accept coin and contactless payments and also the parking tag system where you can obviously top up on your mobile phone however at a recent council meeting Councillor Mary Kavanagh said the request to put in your registration is I feel another nail in the coffin for shopping in Wicklow what she's saying is that it's quite off-putting for people and she says she thinks it's killed the little bit of goodwill involved whereby you gave your ticket away to someone else. I, I love when people do that. I, I do that. Yeah, hand over your ticket. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, you pay for an hour, you might only be half an hour, you see someone coming into the car park, it has been paid for. Yeah, you just say, why not? Like that. It's a random act of kindness, but obviously with the car reg uh, requirement, you can't do yeah. that now. So she says, gets rid of a little bit of the goodwill in Ireland. Yeah, and it also I suppose, you know, in Dublin a lot of the time when you're parking, you'll use the the parking apps it's probably a move more more similar to something like that Yes, you can share your ticket in Dublin like that and as uh, the Councillor Kavanaugh is making the point people are already overpaying for a parking space where they may not be there for the full time so the council's already getting the money for the Mm. parking space no one's going to give away a ticket with 10 minutes left on it but it's still an overpayment by 10 minutes so she says the council's doing well out of it but it's got rid of the goodwill and I think uh, she's hoping and others may be hoping that they get rid of the requirement for a car rent Uh, They're looking at a new um, artificial intelligence warning system about flooding in Cork. Flooding, always a big issue yeah, in Cork. So the Corkman tells us this week that researchers have developed an AI model that can act as an early warning system for communities. So you remember areas like Middleton in Cork threatened by flooding. Uh, so what they hope is the model will soon be used to forewarn communities ahead of periods of heavy rain. So the council would have enough time to uh, take emergency measures to try and limit the damage to homes and businesses. Now, in terms of accuracy here, uh, the AI model can predict the extent of future flooding events to an accuracy and a distance of 20 metres, which is incredible. So they can get it that close to someone's house. And uh, the Cork Lord Mayor, Kieran McCarthy, has been giving us his reaction to the idea. Yeah, I thought for over over many centuries, Cork, Cork City and Cork County has been suffering from, from flooding. So any new perspectives and any new angles to that, that can warn people of, a, of approaching floods is really, really important. And also to give us an idea of where we need to adapt and adaptations in the landscape are also really, really important. At Cork City Council, we don't have an official line on the use of AIES when it comes to flooding, uh, but Cork City Council does have a huge interest in, in research and innovation that does try to work, work closely with uh, University College Cork and Munster Technological University. So there's, there's an openness there. So now I look forward to seeing how this is going to, to play out. I see the uh, the researcher is hoping to approach the two local authorities and, and present something in the weeks and months to come. Yeah, it might be something beneficial, you know, from, from artificial in uh, artificial intelligence. Yeah. 
Um, in Wexford, there's a family prevented from maintaining their cemetery. Why is this? Well, we were talking about parking upsetting people. Graveyards always Another upset thing, people yeah. too and uh, any interference with graveyards there. So the Wexford People reports on this issue, funding to protect an old church and graveyard containing the remains of people from South Rural Wexford is to be provided by the council uh, which is grand, except the locals say, well, hang on, we can maintain the cemetery for a fraction of the cost. It sounds like a gorgeous area. I'm not familiar with it. It's located in Ballinglee by the Corrock River. The church and its surrounds is currently in a state of disrepair and those living in the area are worried about the graves of their loved ones. And uh, Councillor Jim Codd told a recent council meeting that locals were doing their utmost to protect the old buildings, but they're being hampered by bureaucracy. So essentially, the councillor saying, you can't maintain it, we'll have to maintain it. It, and they're saying, well, the money isn't really there to do it. And uh, what Very upsetting, I'm yeah, sure, Shane. Councillor saying everyone's yeah. in a bind while the church crumbles. So the people have been maintaining the church and the grounds up to last year, but now feel that they're being instructed that they can't maintain it anymore. Now, we're heading to um, Galway and this US television show. As the President of Ireland, may I extend my best wishes on this St. Patrick's Day to all the Irish at home and around all four corners of the world, and to all those who claim to be 30% Irish. Look at it, look, look at this. Look at this, look how good it looks at me. It looks so good, it really does. You know, listen, St. Patrick was a good friend of mine. You know, he helped me move all the snakes out of Ireland, and we got rid of, excuse me, excuse me, we got rid of all the snakes, so we did it in record time. Nobody could believe that we did it so quickly. We did it so quickly and so quietly. And now there's no more snakes. Except for Leo. So that that, <laughs> that wasn't Michael D. Higgins. No, or Donald Trump. Or Donald Trump. It sounds like, sounds like them though. Very good, yeah. <laughs> it's a Galway man called Shane Cunningham who's an impressionist and we've a new celebrity here in Ireland. So this is Shane Cunningham, 28 years old from Galway. We're told in Galway Bio that he's living the American dream. So he moved to New York and he's going to star in a new reality TV show set in one of the swankiest spots in the state. Wow. So from Galway, made the move to the Big Apple in 2019. He's already been on on the Steve Harvey show back in 2016 and he wants to be a TV host. He wants to be the next Jimmy Fallon or Conan O'Brien. He never said Patrick Hilty or Ryan Tuberton. He's bigger <laughs> dreams than that. And Graham news, Norton. Yes, exactly. The news is that today Shane will appear in a show called Serving the Hamptons, which we're told is a drama-filled TV show airing on HBO Max. Big network. This is not some small thing No, Big absolutely network. not. So it's going to air today and yeah. what it does is it follows restaurant staff who are invited to stay in a luxury outhouse over the summer kind of a bit like Vanderpump Rules I think or something like that so Brilliant. could become a household name in yeah. the Shane Cunningham you heard it here first in Lunchtime Live now uh, the 95 year old postmistress and shopkeeper in Kerry well I mean look it's Friday we're all exhausted and then you look at this woman's energy so the Kerry man says keeping busy and active may well be the key to staying young given that Maureen O'Sullivan at 95 years of age is still behind the counter at the local post office and shop it's in a gorgeous village village called Tucist and despite her age she still enjoys the job best of all meeting people daily people pop in for a pint of milk the Kerry papers or a loaf of bread as well as post office payments uh, as I say she celebrates her 95th birthday. birthday this week one of the oldest if not the oldest shopkeepers in the country and she's been behind the counter for 73 years Incredible. you don't do that no. unless you love your yeah. job and Michael D Higgins has sent her a spe- special message uh, to acknowledge her dedication to the community for her birthday. Ah, fantastic. Well, happy birthday.
to Maureen O'Sullivan. Yeah, fantastic news. Um, and something not too dissimilar, but you have a great story about a grandmom in Louth. Well, listen, this is St. Bridget's Week. It's all about powerful women in Ireland. So we go from uh, Kerry to Louth, where the Argus tells us that uh, Dundalk's amazing marathon-running grandmother, Colette O'Hagan, has been nominated for a Most Inspiring Person of the Year award. She's 74 years of age. The reason why she's up for the award, she completed her 900th marathon last year. Incredible. I like, talk about making me feel so lazy. I mean, she began <laughs> running marathons in the 1990s oh. uh, and this was at a time when there were only two marathons a year in Dublin and Belfast. She started running with her husband, Larry. We're told she never looked back and she's ran in the sixth major because they're the big league yeah. marathons. So she's done Tokyo, New York, Boston, Chicago, Berlin and London. And she's also done some 24-hour marathons, including in Belfast, where she won gold in her age category. So really, age is just a number. That's what we're learning. Absolutely. Fair play to, play to uh, Colette O'Hagan as well. As always, if you want to tell us about a story in your area, it's lunchtime live at newstalk.com. For Breakfast Briefing presenter Shane Beattie will be back 6am on Tuesday morning. You're having a lie-in for the bank holiday weekend. Shane, we'll talk to you then. Thanks, Emil. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.